All right, welcome back to another episode of Anyways, Back to the Godfather. Uh, this is a bit of a different episode than you're expecting. Usually we have our guest episodes in the middle of the month, but because of March Madness, we're starting out with our guest episode. So we would like to welcome to the show, Caleb and Megan. Hello. <laughs> Very exciting. So uh, usually we do a little background on how we've met our guests. Um, and Megan, I feel like this is the first time we've actually met, so <laughs> hi! Very true, hello, hello! Lauren, you definitely know these two much better than I, so take it away. Yeah, Caleb's my brother, I've known him since day one of his life. <laughs> None of yours. <laughs> maybe, maybe day three or something. <laughs> I don't remember meeting you in the hospital or anything, but... Me neither. <laughs> well, we grew up together. And I met Megan for the first time. Well, you guys um, were friends in high school mm. and started dating in high school and then both came back from missions and got married. So uh, do that. I think I first met Megan when you came to my homecoming. Did you go to Lauren's homecoming? <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I definitely came okay. to Lauren's homecoming. <laughs> I think I like had met you in passing. Probably, yeah. In like community caring or something. Oh yeah, and the fact that Taylor asked you to prom. <laughs> yeah, um, Megan's older brother was in Rachel and I's grade, so we mm-hmm. know her brother. And I knew Katie, also your older sister, oh. a little bit. I was in her seminary class <laughs> when I was a sophomore. And infant. <laughs> yeah, for and, me, I feel like uh, Caleb, you were on your mission when Lauren and I started to become friends again, <laughs> but. Uh, than just hearing stories about you. And we, we'd see each other in passing whenever I came to watch a movie or different things like that. But right. And then, yeah, Megan, this is the first time I met you. So <laughs> <laughs> very exciting. Okay, so we're going to move on to the set questions. So you're both going to tell us your current favorite film. Um, my current favorite film is Ad Astra, starring Brad Pitt. I've heard of this one. I think you watched it with Lauren, right? Yeah, she didn't like it. <laughs> Okay, that be. It. It, oh. it wasn't my favorite. <laughs> I have to watch it again. I think your parents don't like my it. My parents really no, didn't like it. That was who didn't like it was the rest of our family. Yeah. Then I, you guys, you watched it with all our family, and then I watched it alone later, and I thought it was cool, but no one else liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it on it's my a list. A little bit artsy. Yeah, all that for sure. Makes me feel really deep to say it's my. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into. I, I brought it up. I brought it up because it's like a Heart of Darkness story. Ah, uh, okay. Kind of like Apocalypse Now, and and it was when I was looking that movie up that I discovered that Up is also kind of a Heart of Darkness story. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do remember this. Okay, I'll put it on my list. And then my favorite movie right now is The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Oh, the one from the 2000s. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, <laughs> okay. yeah. Not, Not the old, old one. Not Good the pick. One. I love that movie. It's so cute. And it's so <laughs> pretty. It is. Like the, the, um, all the shots of all the places he goes are so yeah. cute. In Afghanistan. And it has my favorite Ben. Uh, Adam White. Scott? <laughs> yeah. Yes. As the dirtbag. 
All right. Now you're going to give our listeners a recommendation. Um, as a kinesiology major, I would recommend um, getting the recommended amount of physical activity every day. <laughs> because for every one unit of aerobic fitness, you increase your VO2 max by your, all, your likelihood of all-cause mortality drops by 13%. Wow. So go for a walk every day and you'll live longer. <laughs> and then on the opposite side of the spectrum, I would recommend uh, this flavor of ice cream that we got from Smith's. It's like the Smith's brand. I think it's called Private Selection, but it's like uh, extreme peanut, fudge, extreme peanut, butter, fudge moose peanut tracks. butter moose tracks. Yeah, oh, wow. it's pretty dang good. <laughs> ten out of ten. You can only have like a scoop of it before you're like, whoa, but it's really good. <laughs> Then that lasts forever. Exactly. (laughs) I think this is the third time we've had some sort of ice cream recommended. So definite ice cream fans on the podcast. So you're in good company, especially (laughs) Lauren. Do you prefer red sauce or white sauce on your pizza? Red on pizza. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have like a very strong opinion, but I do think I prefer white. So points to Lauren on that one. (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna do Little Caesars versus well Rachel doesn't like Domino's either but so she wanted to do Little Caesars versus Papa Murphy's but I like Papa Murphy's better than Little Caesars anyways gotcha <laughs> but would you have picked Little Caesars yeah. over Papa Murphy's oh my gosh over quality, my Little friend. Caesars <laughs> is so convenient five dollars all you can eat <laughs> oh man but at what cost <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now we have a godfather question or quote that you're going to finish. So I'm doing it this time and I've written it out so I will not say the wrong word. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here it is. You know, Mike, we was all proud of you being a blank and all. Your father, too. Yeah, or is it gonna be something mean? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make us say it. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna lock in business, man. (laughs) Businessman. Caleb, you wanna go with something different? Uh no. Okay, both of you are saying businessman. Lauren, are they right? No. (laughs) Are we close? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is Lauren. War hero? I thought it was War Hero too. It turns out it's just Hero, but yeah. You a hero? You know, Mike, we was all proud of you being a hero and all. Oh, okay. There's a different time when they say. They do say War Hero because when I was originally writing He's it a out, war hero. Yeah. I, I thought it was War Hero, but not so. Not so. It's time for the 30 and 60. Ready, set, go. Favorite letter of the alphabet? C. Lucky number. Seven. Favorite album? Um, the Weezer one where it's blue and they all stand in a row. Favorite insect? Uh, this butterfly that we have here from Madagascar. Favorite tree? Uh, oak. <laughs> Childhood TV show? Um, Buzz Lightyear show. Name Rachel's bar. Your bar? Rachel's bar. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your hero? Uh, Superman. <laughs> Favorite season? Summer. Right or left? Right. Current book? The Silmarillion. Favorite item of clothing? This hoodie. What would you name a new color? Lurple. <laughs> what is the name of your band? 
Uh, Caleb. I know you place you place you want to travel next. Uh, oh, game over. We can let you oh. can answer that one. Greece. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. That was impressive. You got through through a good amount. Okay, Megan. Are you ready? Caleb. Favorite letter. Rachel's bar. Rachel's, Rachel's bar. Favorite <laughs> <laughs> hey, right here. Superman. Superman. <laughs> ready. Set. Go. Ocean pool or lake? Uh, lake. Who is your hero? Caleb. Childhood childhood TV show. Uh, Teletubbies. Favorite tree? <laughs> what? Favorite tree? Aspen. Best life lesson? Uh, be happy. Favorite ride at Disneyland? <laughs> Teacups. Favorite insect? Oh, still there. Uh, butterfly. Right or left? Right. What is your middle name? Elizabeth. Favorite season? Uh, summer. What would you name a new color? Megan. <laughs> what is the best Christmas film? Uh, Home Alone. What is the color of your eyes? Blue. Favorite item of clothing? Uh, hoodie. Favorite SpongeBob character? Uh, Patrick. <laughs> Place you want to travel to next? Greece. Word that rhymes with B. Tree. Current book? <laughs> uh, the vaccine book. What is it called? The Doctor Who Fooled the World. Yeah. Ooh. It's about the anti-vax movement. Yeah, really scary. Oh. <laughs> Too many lies and deceit. All right. Well, I'm very impressed across the board. I can't wait to see what the color Megan looks like. <laughs> yeah, also very creative. <laughs> Megan. Hero. Borkle. Okay, it's time to move on to the main topic of our episode, which is categorically ranked. Pew, 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 pew. I'm trying to come up with like Rhett and Link-esque episode titles. Transition noises. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that too. Um, so we are going to look at Lord of the Rings characters. Um, we've each submitted three and we have four traits that we're going to judge them on and then give them scores out of 10 for each category. I don't think any of us have you read the books, Megan? Mm-mm. So none of us have read the books except for Caleb. Oh yeah. So he's oh. gonna provide some I'm I'm some literary background. Yeah. He's gonna insight. bring in some other insights that the rest of us don't have. I also just wanna say sometimes when Caleb talks about Lord of the Rings, I stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> so he knows a lot about Lord of the Rings. He said his favorite or his current books, the Samarillion or whatever. Silmarillion, yeah. Silmarillion, which is what? Please explain. Lord of the Rings Bible. Yeah, it's the prequel to the Lord of the Rings series. Oh, wow. It, it's not the history of the world. And how long is it? It's not actually that long. Yeah, it's I probably it's shorter, shorter than any of the actual Lord of the Rings books. It's like, oh, okay. It's that five thick. pages. <laughs> <laughs> but like you're reading the Bible. <laughs> yeah, it definitely reads more like a history textbook than any of the Lord of the Rings books do. Not okay. really a story behind it. But I didn't realize we were we had such an expert on yes. the podcast. I'm gonna start sweating with some of my scores, but yeah. And I've only seen all three movies one time last year. Same. We just went through the extended editions again recently. Yeah, yeah. Megan has seen them more than I have. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh, probably more than I have too. Then I know I've I seen the first one like yeah. a good amount of times, but the other two, I don't think I've ever seen them before. 
2020. Yeah, I haven't seen the extended edition yet. And I've only seen extended edition. So and fun fact, <laughs> fun fact that I say all the time, Return of the King is tied for the most Oscar-winning film of all time. Tied with what? Titanic, I think. Yeah, that's right, Lauren. movie. Okay, so the traits are commitment, hotness, physical strength, relatability, and then we'll give a final score at the end of how much we personally like the character. So we're going to go ahead and start with Aragorn. Caleb, take us away. Okay, so I interpreted commitment as sort of like a commitment to the greater good, Mm. as it were. And this is uh, the sort of like departure from where Aragorn in the movie and Aragorn in the book are, because Aragorn in the movie is really reluctant to like become the king, right? He's really afraid to reforge the sword and be the guy. But in the book is he comes to Rivendell in the meeting thinking like, heck yeah, we're going to get the sword reforged. I'm going to be the king. This is the best day ever kind of thing. So like he is constantly excited to be the king and do what he's supposed to do. So um, book Aragorn gets a 10 out of 10 on commitment and movie Aragorn gets an 8 out of 10. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I also gave Aragorn a 10. I feel like he's just, you know, getting the team going. He's he's just overall good guy. I feel like that gives him a good commitment score. I gave him 6 out of 10. What? Because mm. of what Kill was saying in the movie. He, like, he's kind of avoiding his responsibilities at first. Like, he's not really, he's kind of doing his own thing. And then it slowly warms up to the idea of being the leader and um, committing to what he's supposed to do. But yeah, I think he's more wishy-washy at first. Definitely. I gave him a nine just because, yeah, he is really reluctant to be king, but he is so committed to Frodo. I almost said Frollo. (laughs) That's a different concept entirely. (laughs) I always want to say Fredo. (laughs) And he is very committed to his love, who I hate, and I always forget her name, but, you know. Arwen. Yep. I really don't like her in the movies, but it's fine. All right, moving on to our next trait, which is hotness. (laughs) And I I guess I should clarify that we're not judging the hotness of the actors. It's more just like the characters as they appear in the film to not get weird about giving people a number. I gave Aragorn a 7 out of 10 for hotness. Because although he does have a sort of ruggedness, handsomeness about him, a rugged handsomeness, um, being a ranger, I bet he's really sweaty, stinky all the time. (laughs) Good point. And that loses him some points. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I gave Aragorn an 8 out of 10. Again, he's got the rugged thing going for him. But also, like, when he cleans up at the end and, like, he's, like, put on his, like, king stuff, he just does not look good. (laughs) at all get a haircut (laughs) yeah i just felt he just kind of looks like a hippie dad that like has never cut his hair and never i don't know just not not doing it for me um i gave everyone a 10 out of 10 (laughs) surprised (laughs) i think he's the handsomest person in the whole series i always love like i love the kind of wishy-washy character like not i don't know he's kind of like kind of a loner yeah kind of a loner like the cool guy you know like he doesn't really talk to anybody a lot doesn't make a lot of friends kind of mysterious and I for some reason that's so attractive to me oh my favorite part of the whole series is when you thought he died <laughs> he's been gone and then suddenly he like bursts open the doors and runs through and I'm like ah, ah! Right. <laughs> 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 he 
came back for me. <laughs> so I am a big fan. Ten out of ten hotness. I also gave him an eight for many of the same reasons. He's rugged and that has a sort of elegant charm to it, I think. But he is a little grimy and like sometimes the expressions he makes is just like a little off-putting. But his eyes are beautiful, so I'll give him that. Yeah, sure. All right, on to physical strength. Um, I gave Aragorn a 7 out of 10 as far as physical strength goes. I think he is above average for a person, but a person he is nonetheless. <laughs> and I also gave him a 7 just because we've got some pretty strong people in the world of Lord of the Rings. So Later on in the list. Yeah, I can't exactly give him too high of a score, but yeah, strong for a guy. Yeah, I gave him 8 out of 10 give anybody very much less than an 8 out of 10. <laughs> but he's a strong guy, and he's good at sword fighting. I don't know if that counts, but I think he's strong in that way, a good fighter. Yeah, I also gave him an 8. I think you have to have a lot of physical strength to survive falling off a cliff. All right, on to relatability. Um, I gave book Aragorn a 6 out of 10 for relatability because in the book, Aragorn is just like a perfect dude who never does anything wrong and always does, always says the right thing and knows exactly what he's doing. Not very relatable. Um, movie Aragorn, I gave a 10 out of 10 for relatability because wow. he just wants to avoid his responsibilities and hang out in the wilderness by himself. <laughs> <laughs> and I also gave him a 10 out of 10 for wow. for a lot of the same reasons and also just like I don't know. Yeah, I feel like he just like wants to do the right thing, but he's just kind of eh, sometimes. <laughs> it's hard. Indecisive. Yeah, indecisive. Yeah, I also gave him 9 out of 10. Probably because he's a man, so <laughs> I don't know. 10 out of 10. <laughs> wanting to be by himself, right? Um, not wanting to be the king. Hating all of the attention he's getting in the movie, at least. And then stepping up to the challenge. I remember that. Yeah. Well, I have a very different opinion. I only gave him a five out of ten on relatability. Ooh. Yeah. I just, I feel like even though he does, like, kind of shirk his responsibilities, like, I don't know. I feel like he's a really perfect guy, and I just do not relate to that. Like, he really doesn't make any mistakes besides not wanting to be king and just, like, the way that he comes into every situation is just a little bit like I don't know run of the mill so I guess I'm attention seeking so also therefore I do not relate <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna move on to our overall score of how much we like the character I gave him a 10 out of 10 mm. book and movie book and movie he's a cool dude and he is like the Sent eventually like the story gets split into like two like threads right you got Frodo and Sam taking the ring and you've got Aragorn leading the war pretty much he's like the main character of the one of the two stories that's going on I also gave Aragorn a 10 out of 10 I just think he's great <laughs> a lot of our ratings are very similar <laughs> yes <laughs> we have definitely discussed Lord of the Rings together before so our scores show that <laughs> Um, I gave him 9 out of 10. Yeah, I, he's one of my favorite characters of the whole series, and I think he's cool. Yeah, I gave him an 8. He's a, a likable character for sure. Yeah, not too too many things to complain about. All right, so the grand totals for 
Um, commitment, he got 33. Hotness, he got 33. Physical strength, he got 30. Relatability, 34. And likability, 37. Moving on to Boromir. Oh my gosh, what a treat. Um, so as far as commitment to the greater good, Boromir gets a 5 out of 10. He is always defined as by his greatest mistake, which was he wanted the ring so that he could save Gondor for a while, right? Not knowing that that wouldn't work. So he's the only one of the Fellowship that like completely betrays the purpose of the Fellowship, so he gets a 5 out of 10. I actually gave him a 3 just because he literally is like the only person that <laughs> messes up. <laughs> so it's like you got to give him a low score there. Out of the nine companions, he's the one guy. <laughs> I gave him a 7 out of 10 for commitment because he is committed to like Gondor and his his people, right? And he... He's committed to breaking the rules just to save his people. I ask only for the strength to defend my people. <laughs> Sean Bean, is that you? <laughs> oh, he says that? Yeah, he says that. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm uh. <laughs> But yeah, then also, like, he goes back on that. So he's kind of back and forth on what he's... But also, isn't he, like... Did he want the ring for himself, like for himself to be cool, or he just wants it? For he Gondor? literally just wanted to save Gondor. He thought to that he could take it to Gondor and people. he could use it as a weapon against Sauron. Well, that's what he said. Yeah, that's maybe he just thought that he could be the king and be cool. Because his dad suspected that the ring was there, so he's pretty much sent Boromir to get the ring and bring it back. Okay. In the movie. So he's doing it for his dad. I gave him an eight for many of the same reasons. He is really devoted to the Fellowship and Frodo. However, he is very loyal to where he comes from. And um, though he does make this mistake, in the end you see his redemption arc of he literally takes so many arrows for the Fellowship and so that Merry and Pippin can survive. So even though everybody thinks he's this backstabbing, traitorous guy, he's not. He really does have so much loyalty to the cause, to his own, where he comes from. He's not perfect, but I would say he has more commitment than the lot of you gave him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on to hotness. I gave Boromir an 8 out of 10, just one above Aragorn. Wow. He has pretty much the same look as Aragorn. He's got the beard. He's got the long hair. Um, He pretty much looks like Aragorn, but like he takes a bath every now and then. (laughs) Yeah, royalty. I also gave him an 8 out of 10. I feel like... He has he has the things that Aragorn has, but then he also looks good when he's like cleaned up. <laughs> I gave him a nine out of ten, so just one below Aragorn. But I've already I don't know if I said this on this podcast, but Sean Bean was like my first recognizable crush that I can go back and think from National Treasure. <laughs> I really? was in love with him in <laughs> National Treasure. So how can I not give him hot points in any other movie that he's in. <laughs> give him those hot points. <laughs> and he's just handsome and British. And- I gave him an eight, and I don't know whether to be really proud or really ashamed that, Lauren, you've given him a higher score in one of these categories. Um, but I think a lot of people, if you didn't know this, I love Borby, who's my favorite character. And um, a lot of people think it's because I think he's attractive, and I don't. I'm not really attracted to him. So I didn't give him a very high score for that necessarily, but he is, you know, attractive enough. So (laughs) an eight for you, Boromir. For physical strength, I gave him a seven out of 10. Once again, comparing him to Aragorn, I gave them exactly the same score. Um, There is um, 
my reference to this is the only one I was thinking of physical strength. There's a point in the books when they try to cross the really snowy mountain and they get caught in a blizzard, right? And they like camp down for the night and they wake up and there's all this snow around them. And Aragorn and Boromir are the only ones who are like big and tall enough to like walk and clear the snow ahead of them. And they each take like three hobbits on their backs and get them out of there. <laughs> so I put them about even as far as physical strength is concerned. And then I give Boromir a six, just slightly below Aragorn. I don't really have reasoning behind it. <laughs> I just felt like he was one less of strength. <laughs> one less worthy to be the king. One less. <laughs> yeah, I also gave him one less than Aragorn. I gave him seven because he's a strong guy. He's the older brother. He like, and he fights good too. So, seven out of you. Eight. You fight good. I gave him a nine. Again, there could be some bias in here. This is why we have four <laughs> scores to even be out. Uh, yeah, for much of what you guys have already said. But I just can't get over when he has been shot with arrows. Like, the first time he's shot, you think, like, oh, that's it. He's dead. But then he keeps fighting, and he keeps getting shot. And, like, I don't think there's very many in the uh, Lord of the Rings universe that could take that many arrows to the gut and keep fighting on. So... Rest in peace, Boromir. (laughs) (laughs) Relatability, I gave Boromir an 8 out of 10, um, which is tied with his highest score so far for me with hotness. Um, (laughs) Just because (laughs) he does just want the rings so that he can save his people who he feels accountability and responsibility for. And so it's understandable that that's what he wants to do. And he sees the mission of just having the hobbits walk directly into Sauron's fortress to kill the ring is kind of a suicide mission. So relatable that he does what he does. Yeah, I put a eight for relatability. Much of the same reasons. I just feel like he has a lot of family values that he's just trying to protect his own. I'm so Uh, happy. (laughs) (laughs) I gave him a six out of ten because... I don't relate to tricking people. (laughs) Uh, ouch. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. He loves his family. I guess I relate to that, but... He loves his family. (laughs) Unrelatable. (laughs) No, he got six out of ten. That's more than... That's above average. Yeah. So I relate to that part, but other than that, no. I gave him a nine out of ten because, um, I think everyone's always like, well, he's the only one in the fellowship who's tempted. And I've, I always have seen it as like, no, he, his purpose in the film is to show you how powerful the ring is. Like if everybody in the fellowship could just walk away from it, then like, who cares about this ring? It's really not that powerful. But to show you like Boromir, this amazing character is swayed by the power and wants it for his people. Like, I think it just adds so much more to the plot and more, much more uh, value to what they're doing. And yeah, like, all the other characters are like practically perfect and it's so annoying and then here's Boromir who makes this huge mistake realizes it comes to himself and like redeems himself in the end and if that is not what life is all about I don't know I very much relate to that so I love Boromir (laughs) if that hasn't been clear (laughs) nine out of ten on relatability overall I gave Boromir a six out of ten just because compared to other characters he's not particularly major in the story he does serve his purpose very well I like other characters more. Um, I gave Boromir a four. Oh! <laughs> I just feel like I would not be friends oh, with him. Gosh. He, like, really cares, like, what his dad thinks about him, which is obviously important, but, like... <laughs> Megan hates her dad. I, <laughs> I just feel like that wouldn't be a fun person to be around. 
yeah, I think that's mostly my reasoning. I just, like, he's like a king figure. He acts like a king. I don't think I would hang out with him. Um, yeah, I gave Samus Caleb 6 out of 10. He's cool. I like other people better. Kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back. I got it. <laughs> okay, Megan, have you seen him with Merry and Pippin? He's so fun. <laughs> how he's teasing <laughs> he and joking about it. Teaches him how to sword fight and stuff. Yes, Boromir yeah. is the best. 10 out of 10. Favorite <laughs> character in Lord of the Rings. Easily, hands down. My only Funko Pop from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I love him. Okay, so Boromir scores. He has a 23 for commitment, 33 on hotness, tied with Aragorn, 29 oh. for physical strength, 31 for relatability, 26, ouch, for overall score. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to our next character, which is Eowyn. I just, it's kind of hard to follow directly behind Aragorn. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Like he beats Aragorn all the time. In my and that's opinion. who he's always compared to, right? It's because they're the two humans in the Fellowship. Yeah. And Aragorn is like this Dunedain ranger who's 150 years old and doesn't age and is the king and all this stuff. And cool he's guy. so cool. Boromir's yeah, so just cool. a normal dude. <laughs> Boromir's the hero. <laughs> I gave Eowyn a 10 out of 10 for commitment. Ooh. Um, she is so dedicated to helping people and doing the best that she can. She defies... Her father, the king's orders, and rides to battle. She pulls a Mulan and goes to battle anyways to protect her people. Yeah, I gave her a 10 out of 10, mostly for the Mulan moment. And I also like the fact that she makes crappy food and she's just like, I'm going to do it. Like, <laughs> she makes I'm going to do my best food. and I'm going <laughs> to gonna keep feeding it to people. <laughs> Did they tell her it's I think crappy? It's, she probably doesn't know. It's in the extended edition only, actually. Eowyn is trying to, like, get Aragorn to like her, right? And she brings him, like, some soup. And Aragorn, like, takes a spoonful and goes, oh, blah, blah. And, like, <laughs> she turns away and looking at something and he spits it out real quick. <laughs> but she just wants to help people. Yeah. She's, She's just being a best. nice girl. She is committed. She's regardless. Committed. I gave her an 8 out of 10. I think I didn't pay a lot of attention to her because I was paying attention to Aragorn. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but, You're mad at her for trying to seduce him yeah, away I didn't from his like wife. That. I didn't like that she was always after Aragorn. I, was like, I mean, I loved when she was trying to seduce Aragorn. Aragorn deserves better. Um, <laughs> I gave her a 9 out of 10. Uh, she is really dedicated to everybody that she beats and also very much committed to her own ideals. So I grew up hearing a lot about Lord of the Rings without ever watching all three of them. And my sisters hated her because they loved Aragorn and they loved Arwen. Like they loved that love story. And I, when I watched it, I was like, this is trash. I was led to believe that Eowyn was going to be this terrible character. And I love her. So she's great. Nine out of 10. Hotness, I gave Eowyn eight out of 10. But she also, similar to Aragorn, the Rohirrim, I don't think that they have like very good hygiene. They kind of live in the wilderness, riding horses around all the time. What the heck's a Rohirrim? The Rohan. People that live in Rohan. Oh, oh, okay. The horse riders. Okay. I don't think she bathes a lot. I bet she would be sweaty stinky. Like sweaty Aragorn. stinky. They're perfect for each other. <laughs> no! <laughs> I gave Eowyn a 10 out of 10. I think she is the most beautiful character in The Lord of the Rings. Amen. <laughs> Amen's herself. <laughs> Uh, I give her a 7 out of 10. I think she's pretty, but I don't think she's the most beautiful woman in the world. Hurt? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like she's blonde. Cool. She's blonde. <laughs> if um, you score Legolas above her, so help me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gave her an eight as well, Caleb. I think she is very beautiful and holds herself well. And Physical strength, I gave her a five out of ten. I think that she is probably... She does have some skill with the blade as a scene when she and Aragorn spar for a little bit and she tries to flirt with him. But I wouldn't put her in like the Aragorn to Faramir spectrum. I think probably as far as this list goes, she's probably among the weakest on the list. But yeah, five out of 10. I mean, pretty much average. (laughs) I also gave her a five out of 10 thinking that like a five was like an average like army dude strength. Like, I think she's pretty dang strong for especially being, like, a female. Um, But, like, she can carry a sword, which is, like, impressive. (laughs) So, yeah. Similar to Caleb, like, I think think she holds her own, but, like, she can't, doesn't quite compare to some of the other characters. Yeah, I gave her a 7 out of 10 because she is a really strong woman character. I guess I'm comparing her more to other women versus Mm. the other men since I think that's more fair. And women can be strong. And uh, she kills the big guy at the end, which I know that she had help. And in the book, right, she could kill them because of... Because Mary stabs him with a barrow dagger. Yeah. So it wasn't all her killing the guy, but she was strong enough to do that when the time was... When she was needed to do that, she was strong enough to get it done and finish the job, so... I she dodged his a... big spike ball like 10 times. Yeah, she's so strong. She's so strong. <laughs> um, I gave her an 8, which is probably a bit high in, in, you know, retrospect. But I do think that for her stature and kind of what she was allowed to do in her background, like, she is very strong. And the fact that she can kind of hold her own with Aragorn is very impressive and rides into battle wearing heavy armor despite, I don't know, again, this is maybe where I just don't have that much knowledge of Lord of the Rings, but I just don't feel like she had the training as like a a common soldier because of her status and her gender. So the fact that she's able to hold her own in battle is incredible. And just because she wouldn't have that background in that training. So I'd probably give it more of a seven after hearing all of your wise arguments, but I did say an eight, so I have to hold myself to it. I gave Eowyn a 5 out of 10 for relatability. Um, I don't really relate to her. Uh, mostly because she's going after someone who's engaged. You don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 5 out of 10. Does she know he's engaged, though? Yeah. Oh. Really? She sees his necklace and they talk about it. And then she is just sad. And I think she assumes she she's keeps dead, trying to though. flirt with him. I don't think so. Oh. Okay. I see, I see. I gave her a 9 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because without going on too much of a feminist rant, she just like is like pushed, like obviously pushed out of the fight. And she's like, no, like I'm going to be in it. Like I belong here just as much as anyone else. So I thought that was awesome. I also gave her nine out of 10. Um, just like really being committed to doing the right thing. And honestly, I don't think I would actually go out to battle. That's not my personality. I'd be like, <laughs> Hey, good luck. I'll pray for for you. (laughs) And I wouldn't, like, I get so much anxiety. I was in a self-defense class, and our last class, we had to, like, go, these policemen came in and wore these outfits that we could, like, punch them and stuff. And they were, like, grabbing us, and we'd have to fight our way out. I, like, almost cried beforehand, because I was like, I can't do this. I don't want to do it. (laughs) I 
but I still gave her a nine out of ten, uh, also because she's in love with Aragorn. That's so <laughs> that's so relatable. Yeah, and the fact that she's just the woman, the female role model of the movie. I gave her a seven, which is a little low. I think I feel like a bad feminist for not giving her a nine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that. <laughs> I just I haven't been in a lot of the situations that she's been put in so maybe that's why I was just like having a hard time relating to her or that I don't pursue um engaged men although you know anything's possible but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I love her and I would like to be more like her so I gave Awen a 7 out of 10 overall um very good character um, but once again, not as significant as other characters. Yeah, I also got, gave her a 7. Like, as much as I love her, there are other characters that I liked more. I gave her an 8 out of 10, higher than Boromir. Wrecked. Um, because she is. <laughs> I gave her a 9. I really like Eowyn, but I put her higher than or- Aragorn, and I kind of stand by that. I like her more than I like Aragorn. Okay, so Eowyn scores. She got a 37 for commitment, 33 for hotness, 25 for physical strength, 30 for relatability, and 31 for overall score. Faramir next. Faramir in the books, he is a ton cooler than he is in the movies. Mm. Well, I guess not cooler. It's kind of like an Aragorn situation where he's like more of like a perfect wise all the time guy in the books and in the movies it introduces a lot more flaws to his character and it's definitely not a bad thing that the movies did that it people have character arcs in the movies there are pretty much no character arcs in the lord of the rings books (laughs) and movie faramir gets an eight out of ten because although he is not committed to like the greater good of middle earth he's committed to trying to make his dad happy (laughs) (laughs) hopelessly hopelessly I actually gave Faramir a 10 out of 10 commitment just because I feel like everything he does, he's like all in. Like he doesn't like, he doesn't have to do anything. So I gave him a 10. I also gave him a 10. And I think the main reason is like when his dad's like, go die. He's like, (laughs) okay. Okay. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Whatever you say, dad. I will say I probably (laughs) am not that knowledgeable on Faramir. I gave him a 7. I feel like whenever he was on screen, especially the extended editions, Boromir would sometimes show up and I would be really distracted and just focus on Boromir. <laughs> so don't have a ton to say about him other than the fact that people compare me to Denethor all the time because I love Boromir so much. So, <laughs> so I don't know if I already have this immediate dislike of Faramir. No, Faramir's great. That's really funny. <laughs> so I gave him a seven. For hotness, I gave Faramir seven out of ten. He looks kind of funny. I don't know what it is about him in the movie, but he's got kind of like a, a mouse face. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of weaselly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he probably bathes more than Aragorn. So <laughs> I gave just... him the same score as Aragorn. Hotness oh. is just hygiene. <laughs> It's not even measurable on the screen. Like, you're just assuming these things about hygiene. Lauren, have you read the Bible, Lord of the Rings? Because they could track <laughs> how many showers. It specifically <laughs> says, Faramir's hotter than air. <laughs> states, states their bathing habits. <laughs> There's a whole, whole section dedicated to the bathing habits. <laughs> Um, I gave Faramir two. Well, <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, I, there's something about his face that, that, like, he's, like, a pretty good guy. Like, he's a good guy. But then his face just screams, like, villain to me. Like, <laughs> bad, shady dude. And I just don't think he's attractive at all. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I give him a six out of ten. <laughs> I don't know, his hair is kind of curly and but it's like not as good as Boromir's. I feel like. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but yeah, he does kind of have this weasley face. They definitely do a good job of making him look like Boromir's less popular little brother. Yeah. yeah. I like the curl in his hair and the color of his hair. He's unattractive enough to pale next to Boromir, but still believable that Eowyn thinks he's cute. Yeah, and I think I think that he and Eowyn look good together. I also gave him a six. I was like, do I mind misremembering him? Like, he, he does have not, like, the most symmetrical face but i don't think he's a straight out weasel <laughs> like <laughs> i said weaselly not straight out weasel well okay i say straight out weasel. <laughs> i said he was as hot as aragorn <laughs> so he's not he's not bad looking I, I give him a six it's fine all right physical strength i gave him a six out of ten just below boromir and aragorn because that's kind of like even in the books, it's definitely the strength of Faramir over Boromir and what makes him able to resist the ring in the end is not because he's stronger than Boromir, but because he's wiser. Like, Sam and Frodo keep comparing Faramir to Gandalf. Like, they say, this guy's kind of like a wizard look about him, sort of thing. So, um, he's not, like, as tough as Boromir or Aragorn, or Aragorn would be, so he gets a 6 out of 10. His strength is not muscles. <laughs> I gave him a six, which is actually the same as Boromir, because I think, in my humble opinion, <laughs> that <laughs> Boromir is probably a little, like, more skilled than him, but I think, like, strength-wise, they're pretty evenly matched. Guess what? I also gave him a six out of ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three for three. Well, I feel out of the loop, because I am a seven, not a six. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think he's good at fighting. Again, back to Faramir. I'm always distracted when Boromir's on the screen or mention of <laughs> Boromir's there, so no reasoning to back this up. Relatability, I gave Faramir a 9 out of 10 because who doesn't relate to occasionally being uh, the second second favorite, you know? Like the second choice, feeling like someone is favored above you. Not very fun. Um, but yeah, 9 out of 10. <laughs> I gave him a 5 uh, for relatability. Just because, personally, I am my father's favorite. <laughs> so I relate more to Boromir on that front. <laughs> I gave him an 8 out of 10 because who doesn't, like, when your dad doesn't, or you, you're, you're dis he's disappointed in you, and, like, it makes you feel really crappy. And I don't know, he just breaks my heart. Like, whenever... The only time I watched that, I was like, oh my gosh, Faramir, like, he's just doing his best, and he's not, just can't do it right in his father's eyes, and I think he's relatable in that way. Not that, I mean, also, <laughs> I think that my parents love me a lot, <laughs> but I gave him a seven for relatability, a lot of the same reasons you guys have, just not as cool as Boromir, so. <laughs> There's a theme going on here. Um, I gave him a 9 out of 10. I really like Faramir, especially in the book. He's a very good character. And um, he does a lot of good. Very important to the story. Yeah, I gave him a 9 too. I just think he's a... The, like, I don't know. I like it, the things he says. Like, his script is good. Um, I gave him 7 out of 10. Like I said before, like he makes me feel the feels. I think he's nice. And... I like how he doesn't 
um, betray Frodo. Like he he does in the movie a little bit, but then he fixes it before it's too late. Mm. So I think he's cool. And you also get one of the best moments in the movie is when Pippin's singing the the spooky song in Denethor's like throne room. And mm. you only get that because Faramir is riding to his death, right? So he gets some points for that. Thank you, Faramir. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gave him a seven as well. Just I think he's he's a good character and a compelling one and tries to do what he thinks is best. Pretty depressing at the same time. All right. Um, totals for Faramir. Commitment, 35. Hotness, 21. Physical strength, 25. Relatability, 29. And overall score, 32. On to Galadriel. Galadriel is a very interesting case because she has been alive since pretty much the dawn of the world. So a lot of her, she's involved in the Silmarillion a lot, actually. She gets an 8 out of 10 for commitment because she was among the group of rebel elves that left what is pretty much elf heaven and came to earth to fight a hopeless war against the devil, against the will of the gods. Um, But once she gets there, uh, she's a good person from then on, and she's committed to doing good. So 8 out of 10. I gave her an 8 out of 10. I just asked Caleb because I didn't really (laughs) remember her very much. (laughs) I gave her a 10 out of 10 because... She sees the ring like she she knows she could get it, but she's so committed to not being involved that she withstands it. And then also, like, there's the, I don't know, you always think, like, why doesn't she help them? But, like, she's so committed to, yeah, she knows that she's not supposed to help, and so she's committed to that. I gave her an eight. I don't know if I was just, like, falling asleep at this point. I really don't remember very much about her other than she is spooky as heck, so I gave her an eight for committing to the spookiness. She's she's spook. (laughs) Nailed it. Hotness. Movie Galadriel, I did not rate. (laughs) Movie Galadriel looks kind of scary. I don't think she's that, like, she's, like, intimidatingly beautiful a little bit, but I don't know if that equates to hotness. But Galadriel, I think, gets a 10 out of 10. The reason that I like Galadriel's character is because of her association and her interactions with Gimli, who is one of my favorite characters, Um, because Galadriel is said to be, like, the most beautiful thing in Middle-earth at this time, right? And you know how she gives, like, each one of the Fellowship, like, their own special little gift, little thing to help them? Gimli just asks for a strand of her hair, and she gives him three (laughs) strands of her hair and her overwhelming generosity. And Gimli goes on and he sets these hairs inside of like an diamond after this uh, events of Lord of the Rings. And this is an heirloom that's passed down from his family for generations. And <laughs> oh, that's so wholesome. I'll talk a little bit more about Gimli's <laughs> love for Galadriel when we talk about Gimli. But so she gets a 10 out of 10 because of Gimli's love for her. <laughs> Ooh, beautiful because of how others see her. That's, that's deep. <laughs> that's deep. Um, I gave her a six. I don't know. I just felt like. Uh, like not very memorable i honestly like had to look up a picture and i was like yeah pretty forgettable but i can't i can't give a female less than a six so (laughs) and when she does like her speech thing she looks really scary yeah it's too scary i don't like scary so that that definitely lost points for me (laughs) um i gave her a seven out of ten i like whenever in the movies People are saying like, oh my gosh, this is the most beautiful woman of all time. I'm like, what? She's not even that beautiful. <laughs> like, stop exaggerating. But we had this McDonald's toy of Galadriel. <laughs> and we had one of Elrond too. But <laughs> you are the fellowship. You are the <laughs> they would they would talk. 
But the Galadriel one, I remember, I always, like, wanted to be her. Like, she was so beautiful, this little character. I thought she was so beautiful when I was little. So I gave her extra points for that. And Kate Blanchett is a very pretty lady, so. But I don't think she's quite up to the hype that, like, she was supposed to be, like, in the books. I don't think anyone could be. Yeah, like, it's impossible. Yeah. You cannot objectively be the most beautiful. Eowyn could have done it. (laughs) (laughs) So I gave her a three, which is real low. I think I didn't look at pictures of them. I was just doing it based off of memory. And again, this is where I'm saying, like, it's character only because... Kate Blanchett is beautiful and would not get a three. But, like, all I could remember is her being so scary and, like, kind of the right. weird CGI when her she's, like, yes, and she's talking. And so that was the most memorable moment of Gladriel. Her hair, me. though. Her hair is so She fabulous. has really good hair. Like, when she's not going crazy. Three points when for the hair. <laughs> all three went to her hair. and she has a very good voice she does the opening narration yes of it's true the fellowship she does a little song oh and i love her dress all right two and a half cool. for the hair 0.5 for the dress there we go <laughs> so physical strength i am conflicted because galadriel is one of the wielders of the three elven rings of power which makes her crazy strong so there, she and Legolas's dad are kind of fighting their own war in like the woods and stuff. As um, all the people in Gondor are fighting, and the all the Gondor and Rohan people are fighting their war down south. And once Sauron is destroyed, and she can use the ring without fear of Sauron controlling her, she literally just walks up to like Dolgodor and obliterates the entire thing all by herself. Um, but I don't know if that qualifies as physical strength because that's kind of like magic strength. Yeah. So I gave her a 7 out of 10. (laughs) Uh, I gave her a 6 because I thought, I mean, I feel like we don't really see her actually do like something physically strong like in the movies, but I assumed that she's probably stronger than like an average man since she's not like human. So I gave her a 6. I gave her an 8 out of 10. That's a good point that you never see her do anything really strong, but just like the way that everybody um, treats her and like acts around her, like she has this power like this perceptible power that maybe you don't see her do anything but she is strong i gave her a five yeah largely four we don't really see her in battle or anything like that and i feel like she's so mystical i would assume all of her abilities have some sort of magical properties that she probably has no use for physical strength on one level relatability i gave galadriel four out of ten she's kind of almost like this alien being like in the book, like she's not very relatable at all. Like she's this crazy, powerful, magical being that's been alive since before the sun existed, you know? And I gave her five mostly because I couldn't really remember her, but. Um, I gave her five out of 10. I relate to being the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I gave her a four out of 10, largely because I just couldn't really remember what her deal was, but she likes to be spooky and I like to be spooky. So it should have been higher. <laughs> All right, overall score? Um, I gave her an 8 out of 10. I gave her a 5. I just feel like when I can't remember something, I just give them a 5 because I don't want to be like mean if they're like really <laughs> awesome, but <laughs> I'll just give her a 5. <laughs> I'll give her a 6 because of that action figure from McDonald's. And also, <laughs> I love her name. I think Galadriel. I think that's beautiful. Oh, my overall was 4. Huh. 
just didn't remember her much. Her scores are 34 for commitment, 26 for hotness, 26 for physical strength, 18 for relatability, 23 for overall likability. Next character is Gandalf. Gandalf gets a 10 out of 10 for commitment. He is the only one of the five wizards who holds true to his purpose. I gave him a 10 out of 10 as well for commitment. I mean, he is like the central Christ figure, so I figured anything less would be blasphemy. (laughs) (laughs) I also gave him 10. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm not blasphemous here. Um, Yeah, like he's willing to die for them. Like he's always faithful to the cause and the right thing and get ready for some blasphemy. Uh oh. I, I gave him a seven, which is probably really low. I may have been in a, a bit of a bad mood when I was filling out Gandalf's. But <laughs> I think it's because when he comes back, he's so distant and like emotionally removed that I always get really frustrated with him. I feel like the beginning, like Gandalf the Grey is absolutely committed, and Gandalf the White is still like physically and I don't know, mentally committed to the cause, but he just doesn't provide the like emotional connection to the characters. And for whatever reason, that makes me upset. So I gave him a seven. <laughs> it's actually really interesting you say that because that's like lore is that because the wizard's color has to do with their role that is given to them. And the white wizard's role is to be the leader of the anti-Sauron military. So, like, he's supposed to be the primary enemy of Sauron. And the Great Wizard's job is to walk around and comfort people and help them with, like, small problems and stuff. So when Saruman falls, Gandalf's role gets changed to be the new White Wizard so that he can be the new primary opposition to Sauron. And that's why he seems (laughs) like that. That's why he is. He's committed to being the White Wizard. Yeah, he's he's committed to his new role. (laughs) Fine. Ten. No, I can't do it. Fine. (laughs) Got it. Um, All right, oh, hotness. hotness. Um, nine out of ten for Gandalf the Grey. Wow. Seven out of ten for Gandalf the White. Ooh. <laughs> I like him less. How do when I? He's, his hair is like just straight down. Too straight. Gandalf the White, like mid battle, looks pretty good. Yeah. But Gandalf the White just standing around doesn't look quite as good as Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. go between the middle. Just give it an eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I gave him a nine, which is actually my second highest ranked character for hotness yeah i just feel like megan really likes old men (laughs) i just feel like he aged so well like he looks so good and he probably looks like even more fire like as a young well gandalf was never a young man okay he 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 would have though he would have looked so good and i i don't know yeah in battle he looks fire his hair always looks good and yeah, he's got the perfect like smile. His eyes are always glowing. He just looks really good. I gave him a two out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not super into the long beards. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he is so sweet and so cute. Yeah, but so not cute. I wouldn't really categorize that as hotness. Yeah, Lauren, I'm along the same lines as you. I gave him a four. Again, not that he's like off putting or ugly, but just like hot. Not so much. Doesn't doesn't quite do it for me. Megan, however, gives him a nine. (laughs) I'm really excited for Caleb to get old. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to physical strength. strength. Gandalf gets a 10 out of 10. The man fought Balrog and he killed it all by himself. 
which is a feat that no other character really performs. Can you remind us of Balrog? Do you remember when they go to the Mines of Moria and he does like, you shall not pass, and then he gets dragged into the chasm and stuff? Yeah. And the next movie, when he comes back, is Gandalf the White. He tells you the story about how he fell into the abyss with the Balrog and fought all the way from the bottom of Moria to the tops of the peak, and then he finally kills it, throws... he's smokes the ruin of his foe upon the mountainside he says Ian, awesome. Ian is that you yeah. <laughs> Ian has joined us. but Gandalf fun fact is even older than Galadriel what? he is a spiritual being who has existed since before Middle Earth was created and he and the four other wizards were sent into Middle Earth in the form of old men to assist in the fight against Sauron so that's why he's so strong I gave him a seven just because I, I didn't really think of the Balrog thing, and I was mostly just thinking that he does a lot of magic, and Saruman beats him in a fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I gave him an 8 out of 10 also, because I feel like most of his power is not exactly physical power. I gave him a 6. Uh, yeah, I feel like most of his power is magic-based, and so like when he's fighting in battle, it's not a physical combat. But the Balrog is impressive, so that's why he got six points. All right, relatability. I gave him an eight out of ten, because even though he's like this ancient being, he's still, he just likes to walk around and sort of pull pranks on people, shoot <laughs> fireworks around. He likes to have, have fun, and he likes helping people. That's relatable. Yeah, I put him as an eight for a lot of those same reasons. He just likes fireworks, and I love fireworks. Um, I gave him a six out of ten. Um, I think he's awesome, but I don't super relate to him just because he's so impressive to me and like such a, this like role model and I don't exactly relate to that. You are not your own role model. <laughs> Chalk it up to, yes, that line of reasoning or my bad mood. I gave him a three on relatability just because I do feel like he's pretty much perfect, especially more or less resurrected and... I do not feel that I have yet attained perfection. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> so, a three. But, you know, Caleb and Megan, definitely an eight on that on that scale. So, <laughs> yeah, that's valid. Yes, overall score. Ten out of ten. Yeah, I, I also ten out of ten. No words, Gandalf is the best. I love Gandalf. I gave him a nine out of ten. I think he's awesome, and I'm always so happy. With eight him. out of ten. I just really love Gandalf the Grey, and I'm always sad when he comes back as white. The scores for Gandalf, 37 for Commitment, 23 for Hotness, mostly thanks to Caleb and Megan on that one, (laughs) 31 for Physicality, or Physical Strength, 25 for Relatability, and 37 for Overall Score. Gimli. Um, I gave Gimli um, a 9 out of 10 for Commitment, um, because he is committed to the Fellowship every every bit as much as everyone but Boromir. But also... He has this this almost like strange commitment to like Galadriel, right? Like as they're coming into Lothlorien, he's talking about like, there's like an evil witch lady that lives here. Like she sucks. And then he sees her and he's like, whoa. <laughs> and he gets like three of her hairs. And then Gimli is the only dwarf ever who like, after the events of Lord of the Rings are all over, like years and years later, he and Legolas take a ship and go west and go to the pretty much elf heaven. And he's the only dwarf ever that goes there. And the reason he says he goes is because he wants to look upon the beauty of Galadriel one more time. (laughs) (laughs) So he literally defies the fate of his people in order to see a pretty girl one more time. And that's commitment. (laughs) I gave him that eight for commitment um, because he is in the fellowship and he's committed to it. 
I do feel like he uh, like is a little like complainy a little bit, but I mean, like who wouldn't be? So that's <laughs> the only reason he got deducted a little bit. Yeah, I give him uh, eight out of ten. Well, I don't know if I'm mostly equating it to his VeggieTales character. Oh my gosh, Grumpy the Dwarf. Yeah, in the VeggieTales version, Gimli's character is like always complaining, always just like hating the whole trip. And But like that came from somewhere, right? Like Gimli is complaining yeah, sometimes. Like, as- he's committed, but not whole heart and soul. Like he's a little bit, would probably rather love to be somewhere else, but he does the job. I also gave him an eight. I feel like the way that he talks about dwarves... Caleb, correct me, I know you will, (laughs) is like that they're kind of unto their own, that they don't really care about other people and so on on that or like other races or whatever. And so in that level, like he's not very committed to his dwarf creed or whatever. But as far as commitment to the fellowship, like he's incredibly committed. So kind of weighing those two out in my mind was gave me the eight. But yeah, I just think that even though he does complain, it is just kind of talk, and he's also deeply committed to his back and forth with Legolas, which I can appreciate. A good, healthy competition. Uh, hotness, I gave him 6 out of 10. He's kind of got a funky face. <laughs> yeah, I gave him a 2. <laughs> he can't be higher than Faramir, but yeah, not not my cup of tea. Um, I also gave him a 1, so sorry, Gimli. <laughs> he's just got like this gruff look and the long beard again, and don't super find it attractive when guys are complaining all the time so that's also a (laughs) deduction i gave him a four for hotness yeah like he's not super attractive in that way but yeah yeah, there's something with like the ragged braids that like it could be a little hot you know a little little something interesting there going on so i i also don't feel like so my sister's hamster was named gimli so i never feel like i can give him a a score lower than four. <laughs> out of, hamsters are hot. Out of respect for the hot hamster. It was a dwarf <laughs> hamster. That's why it was named Gimli. Was so oh, oh my, that's, that's adorable. That's <laughs> Rest in peace. Physical strength. So here's the thing about Gimli. The movies nerf him like way hard. He's a ton weaker in the movies than he is in the books. Like they take Legolas and Gimli and put like Legolas so far above him. Like it's not even funny. Um, like in the Battle of Helm's Deep, Legolas has all these cool scenes where he's like skating down the stairs on a shield and he kills like 10 dudes on the way down. And Gimli just like, I don't know, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> but even in the movie, at the end of the Battle of Helm's Deep, he kills more orcs than Legolas does because, you know, they do the little competition. Um, he gets 43 and Legolas gets 42. But even with that in the movies, they do not give Gimli his due. So Gimli is like, even with Aragorn and Legolas and all the rest of them, I gave him a seven out of 10 just cause he's probably, probably couldn't take Gandalf in a fight, but he's just as good as the other members of the fellowship. Yeah. I just gave him, tough. I gave him a seven along the same lines of logic. I also just feel like the fact that he's like this like small guy that's fighting with everyone else. Like he has to be like insanely strong. And, like, his weapon of choice is, like, an axe that's, like, half the size of his body. <laughs> and he's just, like, wielding it, throwing it, hitting people. So he's got to be pretty strong. So I, I put him even with Aragorn. Uh, I gave him an 8 out of 10. Also, yeah, he can hold his own, even though he's 
a different body type than everybody else, but he is a very strong guy. Yeah, I gave him a nine. Um, I don't know what movie you watched, Caleb, but I was like, man, <laughs> Ghibli out here wielding the axe and taking people down. I feel like the construction of a bow and arrow, like, you have to have the skill and the ability to, like, aim. But a lot of the force is coming from the bow and I, with an axe. Like, you got to provide all of that yourself. There's no... Um, construction in there to make that easier to kill someone so I feel like and especially if you could somehow make Gimli proportionately the same size he would be way stronger than everybody else in the fellowship like (laughs) for how tall he is like for how much he's able to provide physically I feel like he is one of the strongest members physically so relatability uh, 10 out of 10, because I am short. <laughs> <laughs> All you need. That's it. Um, I put 10 out of 10, too. Like, short, uh, overlooked, you know, sometimes. And just the fact that he's, like, the only one complaining. Sometimes I feel like that's me, because Caleb never complains. So it's kind of <laughs> like, it's fine. Like, I'm just the only one upset with the situation. <laughs> um. Yeah, I gave him 8 out of 10, because, yeah, he's not perfect, and he... He is, he does voice his thoughts and he's not happy all the time. Um, For all my hyping of Gimli, I've only given him a seven, which is the lowest out of all of us for relatability. Um, I do think he has a lot of really funny lines as well, which (laughs) obviously I'm really funny, so I relate to that. (laughs) But he's very pessimistic and I think I don't necessarily hold that same worldview. So only a seven. All right, moving on to overall. Ten out of ten. Wow. <laughs> I know. I feel like there's a lot of 10s coming up. <laughs> I gave Gimli a 10 out of 10 overall. Great character. Very needed in the Fellowship. Good comedic relief. And he's in the second Princess Diaries movies, which I really like. He, he gets a 10. Gimli himself? <laughs> he's Chris Pine's evil dad. Evil uncle. Evil uncle. Gimli just sweet. shows up, not the actor. It's just Gimli. <laughs> yeah. Pulls out a fake rat. You must marry Anne Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him 7 out of 10 um, overall. I, yeah, I love that he's funny and that he's he's his own guy. He's different than everyone else. I think it's nice to have a break from all the other guys. I gave him an 8. Um, definitely one of my favorite characters in the Fellowship. Um, so for Gimli's scores, we have... 33 for commitment, 13 for hotness, 31 for physical strength, 35 for relatability, and 35 for overall score. Gimli might be one of our highest ranked across the board. Good. Good. (laughs) Before we go into the next one, it's actually time for our sponsor story. Um, Is this a story with all of us? Yes. Which uh, doesn't exist, so, you know, just give it your best shot, whatever. Oh, I think that you were on a video call when I performed La Festine, the song from Ratatouille, on the ukulele. You might have been. Lauren Pretend was on a Zoom call, <laughs> and some of her friends were on that Zoom call with her, and Lauren was like, Caleb can play the song from Ratatouille. And so I played it on over that call. I don't know if you were there. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't That's sound the only familiar. time I can think of that we would have possibly interacted. <laughs> I mean... I do, now that you talk about Zoom, I think we all played Jackbox like a couple months ago. 
we weren't yeah, on Zoom, bad. but we uh So sponsored by Jackbox and Ratatouille. And also <laughs> Le Fistin. Perfect. We've gotta do more stuff together, obviously. Besides yeah. ranking Lord of the Rings characters. So <laughs> This is nice. my favorite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you all same there time next go. week. Moving on to Legolas. Legolas gets a 10 out of 10 for commitment um, because he always, Legolas never falters at all in like the meeting when they're doing the beginning and Boromir is like, Aragorn's just a ranger. And Legolas is like, he's no mere ranger. And he's always committed to Aragorn and following the good guys. Does what he's supposed to do. Yeah, I give him a 10 out of 10 as well. Uh, um, I gave him a 7 out of 10. I don't really know why I did that, but um, <laughs> I think maybe I feel like he's kind of, like, he feels like he's kind of above everybody. That's just the vibe he gives off. I'm sure he doesn't actually feel that way, but... He just is so much prettier than everyone else. All yeah, the time. <laughs> and so it kind of seems like he's more committed to himself than to the actual, um, the fellowship. I know that's not true. I know that he actually is like all in but that's just the vibe i got from him yeah i gave him a six it's probably pretty low i think i just was like he just feels so floaty in my head probably when he like walks on the snow right and like everyone else is sinking Uh, it just feels like there's not a great pull to do anything else so it doesn't feel like a very strong commitment because i'm just like what else would he have done i don't know (laughs) i'm not a huge legolas fan but it's probably a bit low of a rating i'll i'll give you that all right, um, hotness. I gave him nine out of ten. He's very pretty. His hair is always perfect. When Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas are running after the orcs that have taken Merry and Pippin, Aragorn and Gimli are like all nasty and covered in mud and ragged, and Legolas is just like, like Flawless. hair flowing in the wind, and he's like sparkling. <laughs> yeah. I gave him a nine out of ten as well. Yeah, he's definitely the pretty boy. Um, <laughs> of the fellowship. Of the fellowship. And back to Caleb's bathing habits, I just feel like he's just so clean All and, like, well-kept. Ellis takes probably care doesn't of himself. have to bathe. <laughs> yeah, he probably doesn't even need to. But, I mean, he, I feel like, you know, like, respects himself, takes a bath, you Brushes know, his teeth. Does some self-care. It really shows. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a heck of a skin routine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. he does. Perfect skin. Um, I also gave him 9 out of 10, because um, he is. Like, he's Orlando Bloom. He's, like, notoriously the most beautiful in the whole movie. Even more than Galadriel. <laughs> There's a... <laughs> Didn't give him a 10 just because he's a little bit too perfect. And I think that's intimidating. He likes the Aragorn factor. Yeah. I give him an 8 <laughs> out of 10 for hotness. Yeah, he is very beautiful. I'm not super... I don't know, like, his long flowing hair is, like, it's fine. What about Lucius Malfoy? Lucius is a butter blonde. (laughs) (laughs) If he was Lucius, if he had a like sinister look in his eye, then absolutely ten out of ten. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, physical strength. Um, I gave him a seven out of ten, same as Gimli and Aragorn. Legolas, Gimli, and Aragorn are like this little trinity, sort of the three companions that kind of carry the fellowship after it falls apart. Um, when Frodo and Sam leave. Yeah, so I think they're all pretty even. I gave him a 6 out of 10, so one below Aragorn and Gimli. 
um, just because I feel like he is really naturally strong because he's an elf. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think using like an arrow, he needs that much strength. And so maybe he just doesn't show it. But from what I see, I would put him one step below. Yeah, I, I give him seven out of 10. I think he's strong. Um, but yeah, his main thing is the bow and arrow, which is hot. <laughs> I should have given an extra point for that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I gave him a six. I feel like he's very athletic and can run long distances. And it does take a lot of strength and control to be that uh, skill with bow and arrow. But as far as like brute strength, it doesn't feel like if it was like hand-to-hand combat, I don't feel like he would do as well. But when it comes to brute strength... (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the shallow end of the gene pool. Legolas gets a 3 out of 10 for relatability. He's not very relatable at all. Yeah, I gave him a 4. I don't really, like, honestly, it could have even been lower than that. I just feel like he's not... He's too perfect all the time. Too perfect, yeah. Not a very relatable character for me. I gave him a 6 out of 10. I think since he is a little bit more, like, aloof, I feel like I'm kind of like that. Like, at work, especially, I kind of feel like I have a Legolas vibe, just, like, doing my job and, like, like having fun with people too, but just kind of being apart from them. <laughs> people walk by and they're like, she's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> she's so good at her job. Like, mm-hmm. She doesn't even have fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I gave him a four. Yeah, he, he just feels very like one note and perfect. But like he, he is a fun character and like has that fun stuff going on with Gimli. But yeah, just a little too bland. Although I do love when he yells, they're taking the hobbits to Isengard. All right, overall score. Uh, I gave him a 10 out of 10, still. Um, wow. Just because, once again, he, Gimli, and Aragorn carry, like, the other half of the story apart. That's not the Frodo and Sam half. I also gave him a 10 out of 10. Um, <laughs> definitely not a uh, forgettable character. He's just, like, very central to the story. I feel like it's important to have, like, like kind of like a perfect character to kind of like juxtapose everyone else next to him um and yeah I just think he's he's fun I like him (laughs) yeah yeah I am gonna give him an eight out of ten um because I do think he's my favorite after Aragorn of the fellowship Hmm. um I've always loved like Hawkeye was my favorite Avenger with the bow and arrow and like I love Hunger Games I loved how Katniss was so good at bow and arrow so I, I always appreciate that and Robin Hood also is so good at his bow and arrow um so that gives some points and I love that he's nice to look at and that he's funny with Gimli and I like him <laughs> between Legolas and Gimli is also really awesome because elves and dwarves especially hate each other I gave him a seven as my overall score I really like Legolas but like He's no Boromir. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> okay, overall scores for commitment. Legolas gets 33. Hotness, 35. Physical strength, 26. Relatability, 17. And overall score, 35. We're moving on to Samwise. Commitment, 10 out of 10. There's this thing where Gollum kind of like drives a wedge between Sam and Frodo. And like Frodo tells Sam to leave and he leaves and then comes back and saves Frodo. That never happens in the book. They never, like, forsake each other at all. (laughs) 
I also Nothing gave Sam a 10 out of 10. <laughs> just like such a true loyal best friend, even when they like, Frodo, like he wants to go on his own and Sam's like, no, like they told me to stay with you. So I'm going to stay <laughs> with you. He's so cute. So cute. Yes. I also gave 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> he is so committed and just so wonderful. So kind. He is willing to die. He's willing to carry Frodo. He is. Um, I gave him a one. What? I gave him a 10. <laughs> oh, I was like, are you You're like, uh, escape. <laughs> Leaving this podcast. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's Samwise. Literally, his character trait is commitment. Hotness. 10 out of 10. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Probably just because he's such a good guy, but it just makes him so beautiful. <laughs> guy. I gave him a 9 out of 10, which I was surprised because I feel like at first, like, I don't really think of Sam as, like, a good-looking guy. But I, like, Googled the picture of him, and I was like, he he's pretty good-looking. Good he yeah. looks pretty good. I think I gave him a 4. Oh. <laughs> he has more of, like, a cute face. Like, it's really round, like, childish, almost cute, but not hot. Yeah, I gave him a 6. Like, I feel like he's not bad-looking. I just don't think he's hot. And it goes back to the character. Like, if it was Sean Astin, is that who it is? Yeah. Um, Because of Stranger Things, I'd be like, yeah, he's hot, but now I'm <laughs> I like, wouldn't. Man. I don't think Sean Astin I is I think Samwise is hotter than his character in Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just because it's Bob, and he's amazing. I love him. Yeah. Sam gets a 4 out of 10 for physical strength which I think is the lowest out of everyone so far on my scale, which makes sense because he is a hobbit. But Sam does have one of the, my favorite moments in the book is when he fights Shelob like he does in the movie, just because in the book it describes like Shelob is like this ages old entity that's lived in this cave forever and has always been killing whatever sick or wounded animal comes in there. But it says like in the thousands of years of Shelob's existence, never had she faced an attack of like such fury, like, when Sam is like the little hobbit guy is attacking her. But yeah. So cute. So he has like a cool moment where he beats the crap out of this like <laughs> thing that is older than he can possibly comprehend. <laughs> I gave Samwise a six out of 10 um, because although he is, I feel like he, it's another like he's strong for his size type thing. Because the fact that he like carried Frodo is like pretty impressive like I don't think I could carry someone of like similar weight to me up a hill <laughs> and also in the book in the movie it's just like the last hundred yards or so that Sam carries Frodo in the book it's like a couple days that like Frodo wakes up and he's like Sam I can't go anywhere I can't go anywhere today and Sam's like that's okay Mr. Frodo I'll just carry you and so he just walks like all the way there with with Frodo on his back it's like entire days that Frodo can't walk anymore Sam has to carry him. I gave him 8 out of 10. Well, I'm just thinking of when he carries Frodo. And, like, he's been traveling this whole time. Like, he's got to be exhausted. But he still picks him up and just hucks it up the mountain. So, yeah, I gave him a 6, um, same as Megan. I think it's like, along the same lines as, like, oh, if he was in physical battle, like, he probably doesn't have the skill set. But he has that power. and we- Late ability. 10 out of 10, yeah. Sorry. Because Sam, out of Frodo and Sam, Sam's always the one that sits back and is like, 
oh, what I wouldn't give to be back home and having a nice warm dinner right now. And Frodo just, I don't think we'll ever eat dinner again, Sam. <laughs> Shut up, Frodo. <laughs> but yeah, Sam is a ray of positivity, always looking back at times that he was comfortable, like we all do. Mm-hmm. I also gave him a 10 out of 10 for relatability. I just feel like he's the like the friend to all. He's like really defensive of the people he's really close to. Um, and just overall, just so, like, I don't know. I feel like he's a regular guy. <laughs> like he's pretty, pretty normal in his abilities, which is relatable. <laughs> <laughs> give him an 8 out of 10 for relatability. Also, I don't know if I would be that good of a friend <laughs> as Sam. <laughs> Somebody would, if I'm traveling with someone and they keep like complaining or being weak, I'd be like, oh. So that's why I honor Sam and how loyal he is. Yeah, I said seven. I don't feel like I'm as single-minded, like give everything to one other person, or I think I would have a lot more worries and doubts than Sam does like Sam is just he's there for Frodo and that is his only purpose and thought and I just am not that um focused I would say if I could just make an amazing speech one day like Sam I would die happy but I don't think I've reached that point so I cannot confidently say that I am Sam until I have (laughs) the amazing speech that he has in the two towers (laughs) right that there's some good in the world and it's worth fighting for. Stop, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Overall score, can I give Sam an 11 out of 10? Only if I can give Boromir an 11 out of 10. No. Okay, no. I'll just give him a 10. <laughs> <laughs> I also gave Samwise a 10 out of 10. He's my favorite character. I think oh. Like, such a good boy. More than Gimli. On screen, I can't stop (laughs) smiling. I just love Samwise. And Gimli. Those two are the best ones. My favorite is when Sarah would text us and be like, Sean Aston was in this episode and I cried because I wasn't prepared to see Samwise. (laughs) She also just loves him so much. Um, But yeah, I gave him 9 out of 10. I say I like other characters more. I gave him an 8 out of 10. I definitely think he's one of the best, but not my top favorite. Samwise's scores. 40 out of 40 on commitment. 29 out of hot for hotness. 24 for uh, physical strength. 35 for relatability. 37 overall. All right, moving on to Saruman. I give Saruman a zero out of ten for commitment um, wow. because he is—he is the traitor of the series. A descend from heaven to come help people out, like with a mission from God, pretty much. And then you come down here, and you're pretty much like, I think that I could—I could just destroy everyone, and I could be the boss. How about <laughs> that? That's better. That's pretty much what he does. I also gave him a zero. I mean, he—he he is a very good bad guy. He doesn't have any sort of redemption. He's not nice to anyone even to the people close to him and to the very end he's just like has no desire to do good i rated him highly in commitment i rated him like an eight out of ten because he's committed to being bad like he's, <laughs> he's committed to sauron and having power and like no matter how much like gandalf comes and like come on like this is what we're supposed to do he's like nope i have changed and i am 100 percent in on the evil so i think he is committed 
to the wrong thing. Yeah, I also gave him a high score. I gave him a seven for the same things. I think he's very committed to evil. It's been a while since I watched it. I think he, like, in his conversations with Gandalf, he might see, like, a flicker of doubt in what he's doing, but ultimately he's pretty committed to the choices that he's made. So because the lowest score possible was a one, I changed your scores just to be technical. Hotness, um, three out of ten. He looks really nasty. (laughs) He's got the nasty teeth. He's got scraggly hair. He's like nasty old man. Nasty old man. Opposite of Gandalf. Yeah. (laughs) I gave him a one. Yeah, I just don't do good with scary faces. It's just like all hotness is sucked out for me. (laughs) He's bottom of the barrel. I gave him a five out of ten. I think that was higher than Gandalf. But I think... Well, I have already said that I really like white hair. Mm-hmm. I've never thought of it as, like, a hot thing, but his, like, really white, straight, long hair, I think that's pretty fabulous. I don't like his beard, and I some of, I, I kind of like the white hair and the black eyebrows. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen the man's teeth? <laughs> okay, I'll deduct to a four. <laughs> no, I already wrote down a five. It's too late. I gave him a six, and I think it is wow. that, like that like glint of evil is just a little bit hot you know like <laughs> there's just something a little bit bad boys. with the sinister yeah i don't know like i gave gandalf a four so whoa saruman he's he's not like the most beautiful person but there's something hot about him i'm standing by my answer <laughs> really really deep brown eyes too it's yeah right stare yeah All look right. at that that's hot i hear you on this one <laughs> saruman the hot <laughs> that's canon that's canon <laughs> that was his, like, his he title once it. he got exiled from the movie <laughs> okay so physical strength is interesting because he's like on par with gandalf i think i changed mine i used to have it up higher because he beats gandalf in like a magic fight but considering later events i'm gonna give him a five out of ten i gave him a seven out of ten i just tied him with gandalf because I feel like they'd be pretty even a fight, even though Saruman was beaten. But I think, like, under, like, normal circumstances, they would be pretty even in a fight. I don't know why I ranked him so low. I gave him two. Oh. <laughs> two out of ten. Those flabby think, arms. Yeah. I just picture him sitting up in his tower whining and not being, not doing strong things. So he's powerful, but not physically strong. I gave him a five. I kind of went middle of the road, but I... If I could rescore, I think I would try and go lower just because of that magical fight more than physical fight. Relatability. I gave him a six out of ten. Um, pretty easy to understand why he decided to abandon his cause because he's got one of the big seeing stones. He has a palantir from which he can see anything in the world. But Sauron has another one, so Sauron's like getting into his head pretty much. Mm. But the real reason that Saruman decides to abandon his cause and join Sauron is because Sauron shows him that there is literally no way that the good guys can triumph through like any military means. Sauron's army is like a thousand times bigger than anything that they could muster up. So it's a little bit relatable that faced with overwhelming odds and fear of failure that he would abandon his goals. I gave him a two for relatability. He's giving up on what he already knows to be true and he's just totally turning away from it and never really looks back creates ugly things <laughs> <laughs> it's ugly it's ugly it's can't ugly. relate <laughs> uh. 
his ideology it was like oh all hope is lost so I'm just gonna fight for the other side like I just feel like I would never do something like that <laughs> I get one four out of ten I don't like to think that I would ever flip like that so quickly I like to be totally on the good side and then flop to the bad side I mean I guess he technically thought he was in the right but I gave him a three I think um his propensity for violence and destruction of the natural world is something that is very foreign to me. Yeah, just his going back on the people, like going back against Gandalf and turning his back on him and um, his original ideology is very hard for me to understand and relate to. But I do like the spookies, so <laughs> that's why I get three. <laughs> Overall, did we a two out of ten? I also gave him a two. I gave him a three. He sucks. Wow. I gave him a six. I like a good villain. But he's not even a good villain. He sits in his tower and he's... He has, like, cool speeches, though. Yeah. He all the trees and I hate it. So for (laughs) commitment, he has 17, hotness, 15, physical strength, 19, relatability, 15, and overall score is 13. He never passed the 20s. It wrecked. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> hey, this is going to be interesting how this one goes out. She yeah. Commitment is committed to eating. Yeah. <laughs> eating yourself. And, and surviving. That's it. Yeah, I also put two because I mean, I feel like in my mind, commitment is like commitment to a cause. And I don't think she really has commitment to a cause oh as much as just like it's her natural instinct is to feed so she does so <laughs> well i gave her an, a nine <laughs> because she is committed to living and she's gonna kill anything she's gonna do her best to kill it and eat it and she's pretty good at it too yeah i i went the coward's way i just gave her a five middle of the road because it's like <laughs> yeah is it commitment to an ideology is it commitment to a way of life is this just her natural response Hotness, zero out of ten. I also gave her a zero, so I guess a one. I don't know, like, insects don't do it for me. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) Also, the scary thing. I just can't, like, as soon as something scary is, like, all attraction is gone. (laughs) Yeah, I also gave Sheila the one. Feel like I am not myself because I gave her a two. Like, how did I, the person who hates spiders probably the most out of everyone in this group, (laughs) give her the highest score? I don't understand. <laughs> I have always had this, like, fascination with the abomination with spiders, though. So, like, gotcha. on one level, she is, like, fascinatingly beautiful. Just, like, so terrifyingly scary that it, like, crosses over into the boundaries of, like, mm. Physical strength for Shelob, I give her 9 out of 10. Especially out of the people that are on this list, I think Shelob is pretty high up on the brute strength category. I gave her a 10 out of 10. Ooh. I think one of, if not the strongest character, just because I feel like given like fair circumstances, she would win anyone in a fight. If Frodo and Sam didn't have their magic Galadriel light, then they would have died. Yeah, 100%. I only gave her 7 out of 10 because, and that part of the movie is like, I think that's the most like intense fear that you feel in any, the whole mm-hmm. series. The spooky strength. I gave her a nine as well. If nobody had weapons, I think that she would devour them all. I gave Sheila a seven out of ten when it well. comes to relatability. You know when you've been like in your basement all day and you go outside and you see the light and you're like, oh! 
that's just all that's all she love is is just that <laughs> wanting to dwell in just like a dark area all by yourself and just survive and not have to come outside ever <laughs> that's relatable <laughs> i gave her a five out of ten because i mean she doesn't really do anything besides eat um which is a decent a part of my life, I would say. <laughs> um, and I do feel like when I get hangry, it is kind of like all or nothing. Like <laughs> anyone in my path. <laughs> Only Samwise can withstand you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I gave Shilab one out of 10 for relatability, Ooh. mostly because I hate killing things, even bugs like and, and spiders. I hate killing anything. Um, and that's all she does. <laughs> that's her drive. Um, I give her an eight, mostly because when I am hungry, you have 20 minutes to feed me, otherwise I turn into a different creature. I understand the drive to eat and do anything that you can to get that good food. Living in a spooky place, like, yeah, that's a good vibe. Overall score, I give Shelob a five out of ten. A very menacing obstacle to Frodo and Sam, but as far as depth of character is concerned, there's not a lot there. <laughs> I gave Shelob a two, a uh, hatred of spooky things. <laughs> she was definitely, like you guys were saying, like one of the scarier parts of the movie. I gave her a three out of ten. She's a good villain, but too scary. Yeah, I also gave her a three. Character I love to hate. I was amazed that there was a worse spider out there than Aragog. Like, they're not even in the same category. Aragog is a straight-up angel compared to... Truly. And I hate Aragog, so it's saying something that I'm agreeing with you. Like, I oh. love Aragog. I want Aragog. Oh my gosh, take it back. Oh. <laughs> okay, so Shelob scores 18 for commitment, 5 for hotness. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> 35 for physical strength, 21 for relatability, and 13. She tied with Saruman, fun fact. Whoa! Good job, Our final character is Treebeard. For commitment, uh, Treebeard is very committed to not committing. (laughs) (laughs) For most of the time that he is in the story. So I gave him a 5 out of 10, because he's very much hesitant to join the side of good it is definitely he's committed to just making sure he and his kind are okay. His hesitancy to commit, even though he's aware of the what will happen to Middle Earth if he doesn't help out. I gave him also a 5 out of 10, just because he does seem like hesitant and indecisive. But I mean, he is like pretty set in like their traditions of like the language they speak or how they have to hold a council to make a decision. So I mean, he's like committed to like their way of life. I don't think he's a big committer in general. Um, I give him three out of 10 because yeah, he's not committed at all until he sees what they're doing to the trees. And then he flips a full 180 and he's 100% committed. Ditto what everyone else has said. I gave him a four. Hotness for Treebeard. I gave him a seven out of 10. Nice. Pretty um, good. All dark and handsome. He's got two of the three. Um, but yeah, and he has a sort of endearing look about him. His sort of like half-formed tree face. Very strong features. I gave him a 6 out of 10. Um, similar to Caleb. Like, he, he's big and strong, which I think is attractive. He's got nature vibes, which is cool. <laughs> but at the end of the day, he is like a tree. So that kind of gets in the way. <laughs> I originally gave him... 
zero transited to one. Looking at this picture, I'll give him a two because I do like his his golden eyes. It's very tall. That's good. A, a point for hotness. That's true. I gave him a six. There's something like, I don't know, wizened about him. I don't know. It's hard to be able to articulate your feelings and attractiveness for a tree. Especially compared to the other ants. It's true. Like <laughs> yeah, he is the most handsome of all the trees. Physical strength, I gave him 10 out of 10. I think that as far as who would win in an arm wrestle out of everyone on the list, I think he would be a contender for the top. Shelob's got skinny arms. I don't think she could beat him in an arm wrestle. <laughs> he could break her arms like a toothpick. <laughs> like a tooth. um, the second the Ents go to war, that in that battle, there's no doubt that the Ents are just going to destroy everything in their path. I also gave him a 10 out of 10. Uh, yeah, like if he wants someone's existence to end he will do, <laughs> do it very easily even like even if his heart's not all in it like he could just like pick someone up and be like <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think he's a strong bloke i also gave him 10 out of 10 wow the whole time you're just like oh please just join the side because we'll win if you join because you're the strongest i really missed the mark on this one because i only gave him seven i don't know if i was just thinking about like the brittle nature of twigs, but obviously I need to watch the two towers again. Because the ants are like picking up boulders and tossing them and stuff, and he's like crushing Mary and Pippin in his hand at first because he thinks they're orcs. And they're doing that like while they're actively on fire. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Nothing can diminish my strength. Jump in the water. Um, Relatability, 8 out of 10. He doesn't really want to get involved. He's like, you guys do your thing and I'll hang out in the forest. <laughs> but then at the same time, when your own people have been um, hurt by someone else, you immediately um, want to beat them up a little bit. And that's what he does. I gave Treebeard a 10 out of 10 for relatability, mostly in his uh, indecisiveness aspect. Mm. I feel like I'm always like, if I have a big decision, I'll be like, ask like my my parents i'll ask caleb like i'll ask the entire council before i make a decision on <laughs> yeah i gave him eight out of ten i love just being by myself in the forest <laughs> <laughs> i gave him a six just because i am definitely more of an extrovert and would not want to be alone that all that long and i do feel a bit more like inspired and and try to be part of solutions more than like waiting for it to affect me i think like i love cheerbeard but the fact that he won't do anything about it until he's personally affected by it has always really bothered me and that is a trait i don't wish to have myself so um 10 out of 10 very good character and out of all the characters that appear in the tolkien books I think that Treebeard and the Ents are not often imitated. Uh, I feel like I'm giving a lot of 10s, but I also gave (laughs) Treebeard a 10 out of 10 for (laughs) likability. I feel like he's like the nice grandpa that's telling you a story that takes like a long time, but it's just like so endearing. So, (laughs) but then also can, you know, like kill an entire army. So (laughs) great character. (laughs) That too. (laughs) Um, I also gave him 10 out of 10. I think Treebeard's my favorite. Wow. Uh, I feel like Treebeard's kind of the E.T. of, of uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> like, just kind of this, like, he looks kind of funky, but he's really powerful. And he's really funny, too. I gave him an 8 out of 10. Like, I do genuinely 
really like him as a character, but he's probably not at the very top of my list. For commitment, 17. Hotness, 21. Physical strength, 37. Relatability, 32. And overall, 38. So right. for commitment, any guesses who won that? Samwise Yeah. Samwise won with a perfect score of 40. Eowyn and Gandalf close behind with scores of 37. Saruman and Treebeard tied for last there with scores of 17. Okay, guesses for hotness. Uh, Aragorn. Or is it Samwise? <laughs> like, I feel like we were all very different on our... It might be Samwise Gamgee again. Please it was Legolas. Oh, oh of course. Classic. With a score of 35. Aragorn, Boromir, and Eowyn all tied for second with 33 points. Wow. And Shelob came in dead last with five. Poor Shelob. Physical strength, any guesses? Treebeard. Yeah, Treebeard Treebeard with 37. Shelob with 35, second place. Close behind. Saruman was in last with 19. (laughs) Sorry, Saruman. (laughs) (laughs) You're weak sauce. Relatability, we had a tie for first. Really? It was Gimli and Samwise with scores of 35. Aragorn was in second with 34. And Saruman was last with 15. Then our most liked character. I hope it's Samwise. Samwise. (laughs) It was Treebeard with 38. Then Gandalf, Aragorn, and Samwise all tied with 37. Saruman and Shelob were the bottom of the list with 13. Mm -hmm. So the overall scores... In 12th place was Saruman, with scores of 79. Shelob was in 11th place with 92. Galadriel was in 10th place with 127. Uh, Then we had a three-way tie for 7th place between Boromir, Faramir, and Gimli. They all had 142. Treebeard was in 6th place with 145. Legolas with 146, only one point difference. Gandalf with 153. Eowyn in third with 156. Any guesses between the last two? Samwise. Samwise number one. And Aragorn. Samwise second, 165. No! Aragorn in the traits of commitment, hotness, physical strength, relatability, and overall 167 points. He is our number one Lord of the Rings character. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just based on these traits alone. <laughs> yeah. It, does. it was only a two-point difference. It's not that much. Okay, that makes me feel better. So, reminders to fill in your March Madness brackets. Again, you're guessing which films Lauren and I are going to pick as the winner. Um, it's our animated bracket. You can access it by emailing us at abttg95 at gmail.com. Subject line, March space madness. Capitalized, uncapitalized. I actually don't think it matters. We also have our Arthur series that we're doing. So if you want to be a part of that, email us with the subject line Arthur. Very appropriate as today of of the recording of this episode was Arthur's last episode released here. And then since it is March right now, we are going to delay the readings of the Loving Vincent reviews until our official March Madness one later this month. But to give you enough time to watch our March film, Lauren is going to tell us what the pick for March is. Okay, our pick for March is going to be Il Postino, um, The Postman in Italian from 1994. 
It is available on YouTube and on YouTube only. <laughs> it's probably not a legal copy, so maybe try to watch it um, sooner rather than later in case once we all start watching it, they'll take it down. But Our fan base will flag it in the system for sure. Yes. <laughs> Do you know, is it available at the local libraries? I don't think it's at the library, but we, my mom does own it. Okay. Um, so those of you who are close by to us in Salt Lake, you can borrow it from us. Well, hopefully everyone will be able to access it. I'm excited. I haven't seen this one, so. It is, I'll give you a warning. It's a little bit sad. <laughs> I know Loving Vincent is also a little bit of a downer, so sorry to give you two kind of downers in a row, but. That's okay. Film makes I us feel this things. Was a, this was a more like a film lover movie than the one I was going to pick. So <laughs> I think this was a better choice. Sweet. And there's a connection to Loving Vincent to be looking for? Yes. Okay. I'm very exciting. It's kind of obvious. <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, discuss Loving Vincent more in our next episode. So stay tuned for that. And Megan, Caleb, this was super fun. I really enjoyed myself. We'll have to nice do it again sometime. I know. <laughs> Thanks for having us on the show. Absolutely. You're going to have to come back. Next time you're on, we'll have an actual sponsor story as well. <laughs> there you go. You took the words right out of my mouth, PJ. I can't relate to getting shot. <laughs> All right. Like. We'll see how long that lasts. Oh my gosh, is that a threat? <laughs> <laughs> and this was the last episode of anyways back to the godfather i then flew to florida <laughs> just um, because there's a goal it doesn't mean you can't score i'm gonna edit that out <laughs> um oh no i just wrote down the initial c was committed <laughs> that's right okay uh oh my gosh why do i keep reading what the c is Commitment. Commitment. Thank you. On um, commitment. Thank you. <laughs> One day I'll remember it. There's a lot to going on. <laughs> I forgot he's Dooku. Mr. Wonka. The dentist. Yes, I love, I love him. That's probably why I love him so much, is because I love that movie. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's the best part. Which is saying something because it's a fantastic film. I think it's funny. I always start with, yeah, so I gave him. I always start with a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this episode isn't two hours long. <laughs>